everybody. Welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on Kello Newstock and KWSN in Sioux Falls and KFGO, the mighty 790 in Fargo. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri of Brewer Agri Outdoors, and we're going to head up north, north of the border, chat with Rick Gergatz of the Lake Winnipeg Report. Uh, welcome to Gone Outdoors, Rick. Hello to everybody down there. Lake Winnipeg has been a trophy walleye destination for over a decade. You know, there's been so many people from south of the border and, and north of the border that have been using that as a destination if you want to catch a trophy walleye. And many guys have caught their largest walleye to date, myself included. Uh, I think Kyle included. Yeah, me too. Um, have caught our largest walleyes ever up there on Lake Winnipeg. Um, but, you know, this has been going on for 10, 12 years that from us guys down south have been traveling up there. But the lake's quite a bit different now than it was 12 years ago uh, between algae blooms and zebra mussels and bait fish changes. All that has kind of changed the lake a little bit. Um, this last last year, algae blooms have really kind of made the, made the news a lot. What has algae done to that lake more recently? Well, it's, uh, it's unsightly and it's ugly. And it's, uh, unfortunately, it's been getting worse over the last few years. We're getting more blooms uh, lasting a little longer, a little stronger. Is that affecting the fish populations, do you think? Well, uh, probably not at the moment, but if it continues uh, getting worse, um, yes, uh, it will affect it. So why is this happening? What What's causing it? Is it runoff? Is it just water pollution? What's causing all this algae in the lake? All of the above. Um, from agriculture, uh, fertilizers being, uh, is, is one of the big ones. Uh, going, especially during a flood, because all that overland flooding, what it does is it takes the, the nutrients or uh, nutrients out of the soil, dissolves them, and then uh, it ends up being going into the Red River, and the Red River ends up into Lake Winnipeg. Lake Winnipeg becomes a great big reservoir then for especially phosphorus. Uh, phosphorus is the one that is, uh, is the worst one that causes the algae blooms, and uh, it, uh, it lasts for a while as well and it doesn't travel well because it ties up with uh, you know soil particles that type of thing but because it's, it is not just from the U.S. Uh, up here in Manitoba we contribute our own uh, to the problem through agriculture as well as uh, through municipal waste is another big the city of Winnipeg is a huge contributor to this. So when we when we look Rick at this uh, algae kind of um, increase up there on the big lake. Does the presence of zebra mussels have an influence on the algae as well? Because we all know that zebra mussels kind of clean the water and filter it out. Does that also magnify that the amount of algae that's growing? I wouldn't say it, it magnifies it. It does clear or clear or clean the water, but, uh, you know, when they, when they deposit, uh, when they poop, uh, what, what they collect also ends up in the bottom of the lake as well. So it doesn't help. It does make uh, perhaps the fishing a little bit different in regards to cleaner water. Uh, lake Winnipeg isn't the clearest, as, as you uh, well know. And in the wintertime, especially um, uh, because the wind can't affect the lake very much uh, with the ice on top, 
so it does get cleaner and cleaner in the winter time because uh, it is shallow. So when the wind comes up, it, it the waves and the action uh, make it a very uh, turbid lake. So Rick, you know, down here in the states, zebra mussels have it's still undecided whether or not it hurts fishing or it improves fishing. But what we do know that is it changes the fishing. It changes the fish, the, the way the whole ecosystem works, especially with bait fish. Um, has the bait fish population changed a lot up there in the last 10 years? I wouldn't say, well, uh, yes, yes and no. Um, the clear water does make uh the fishing a little different in regards to angling because um in the past we relied a lot on uh, rattle baits you guys have used them uh up here as well so rattle baits are great for attracting the fish because they can't see that far so the vibration and the sound it it brings the fish to the what we're what we've noticed especially lately is because it is getting a little bit cleaner is that um, they're becoming more of a sight fish when they get a little bit closer. They're getting a little pickier, a little bit more finicky. Um, so that does affect your technique more than anything else. Bait fish, there's still lots of bait fish. When, when I'm out with the live sonar, I see clouds and clouds of bait fish. So I don't think it's uh, algae is necessary. It's uh, the basic foundation for life. Uh, in the lake so it it is the source of food it's the excess of algae that's the problem mm-hmm. yep that makes a lot of sense so let's talk about fishing patterns a little bit and what all this means to the lake and to the anglers i might want to head up there this winter um it sounds like with the clearer water like you're saying that people may need to slow down a little bit and tone down their presentations you know maybe have to go with something less rattly uh, maybe something a little less shiny, something that looks a little bit more natural. Is that right? Yes. Last winter, a, guy, a lot of guys were saying that they had a lot more success with live bait than they did with frozen. With frozen, and part of it was was maybe for that reason, but it might be just the cycle of things. This is how you know that's fishing for you. When you think you got it figured out, they tell you they do something different, so that you, you you're scratching your head again. But, yep. um, yeah, um, what I have noticed is that I'm, when I'm not watching them on live, live sonar, especially in the wintertime, um, you can tell when they're approaching, they know that there's something there. Uh, and then when they get closer, they can actually see it. And then they, if they're really active and aggressive, then they give it the bum rush and they're in, they're in and on it. <laughs> but a lot of times what I'm seeing now is they will come in and uh, the rattle will bring them close, but then they'll shy away and the, your partner there with maybe a more passive presentation will have the hit rather than the guy with the rattle. Yep. So I got it. We don't got a whole lot of time left, but I got a personal question for you. Um, so do you think that, and we heard that a lot last year, that live bait, a lot of people are using live bait. You need to bring live bait out on the lake with you. And a lot of more people used it. Do you think there might have been more success with live bait because there were more people using it? Or was it because it was actually working that much better? I think it depended on the day. If they're aggressive and feeding aggressively, it didn't matter what you had on there. 
but uh, we had situations last year where they were quite passive and they weren't really aggressive. So the live bait was the closer. Uh, when they got close, um, they, they liked the natural attraction. You're going to have a real hard time getting uh, live bait up here this year. The, the government has bought out a lot of the, uh, the live bait uh, dealers and uh, uh, they're going to make it illegal. They, it's basically, it's done. There's maybe two or three uh, left up here right now. You won't be allowed to bring live bait up here anymore. Um, it's going to be a, that'll be an issue. And this is going to be, we'll have to learn to live without it. Yep. 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 That makes perfect sense. Rick, uh, this is Rick Gergatz of the Lake Winnipeg Report. If you want to follow Rick, look him up on social media. Amazing, amazing information if you're going to go up and fish the big lake. Thank you very much, Rick, for coming on Gone Outdoors. Yep, uh, thank you very much. And like I closed all my uh, my posts, uh, be safe uh, and be, be careful and uh, be prepared. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. All right, stick around. We'll be back with more Gone Outdoors after this short break.